Father, I ask you to speak through me today, God. Father, I ask for your oracles, your truth to come, Father God. Spirit of wisdom and revelation, God, and the knowledge of you, Father God. Let us know your word, God, in depth. In your mighty name, Lord Jesus, you, you change not, Father. You're the same yesterday, today, and forever. We might be in a new testament, but you're the same. We might be in a new covenant, but you're the same. You're the same God. And we thank you, Father, for the fear of the Lord. You're the same God in <laughs> the same God in the book of Acts in the New Testament after Jesus rose that used Paul to make someone blind because they were mocking God. You're the same God that that sent, uh, took out an angel took them out of Ananias and Sapphira for lying to the Holy Spirit not too many years ago. You're the same God that walked on water. You're the same God today, yesterday, forever. You've just given us the power and the relationship to be able to accomplish what man could never do before the cross. So we thank you, Father God. And we ask you to reveal every doctrine of devils, God. Every, every doctrine of devils, every legalistic, every false prophet, false apostle, anything, God, that would, would bring people into a ditch, Father. Father, we thank you, Lord, that the spirit of truth is resonating in your bride. Let us know and see the light in those who have the light, Father. And let us reconcile the world back to you through the power of the cross, Father. It means the, everything to us, God. In Jesus' name, we thank you for the spirit of truth. Guide us into all truth. That is your word, Father, and we believe it. Make us one, God, as you and the Father are one. One in spirit, one in doctrine, one in power. One in, one in Christ, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. This message is called Roadmap to Freedom. Seems pretty dark here. Roadmap to Freedom. Submission to God and Holy Spirit. Submission to His ways. Submission to the Word of God. And submission to one another. He said, my children are bound and they are attacked because they love religion, rebellious, deceived, Lack of knowledge and pride. Remember God says, I resist the proud and give grace to the humble. Don't you know that God's inside of all of us? Either God's speaking through somebody or man. But if you don't know God, the spirit of truth will not testify to be one with that truth. And you just get confused. And many people are just not ready to do it. They're like, I'm going to just start following him later. I'm Christian, but you know, I'm not ready to give it all. Well, we're coming into some... You better start to give it all because Jesus, when he said, come follow me, and Peter went back to fishing, he loved on him, got him back, and showed him, and Peter never went back again because he knew Jesus came to him in another, in, in, in transfiguration, and after he, and, and loved on him and explained to him, and Peter began to do what he was called to do. There's a way that seems right. There's many ways that seem right. And then religion will say, well, that person thinks they know everything. I think they're right. Only when you're right, you know you're right. I mean, you might think you're right, but you're deceived. Because if you are right, the Word will back you, and the Holy Spirit will back you, and you'll know, and you'll have peace in your righteousness in Him, because you're in right standing with God. Only those that know God can know that they're right with Him. Many might think they're right, but their God might be another God and might be deceived. And His name might, might be the enemy of the cross, Jesus, uh, the, Satan. The enemy of the cross, the deceiver. So it's like, people are like, well, you can't do that. You can't say that. You can't be like, well, who's, who else is going to do it? Paul did it. Jesus did it. And we're supposed to do it. 
My children, he says, we will, we will perish for lack of knowledge and understanding. We must understand God's kingdom to benefit from it in our daily lives. Satan is a disruptor. He's a liar and he's a thief. He wants to rob destiny and purpose and identity. That's what he does. If you don't know who you are anymore, he's got you. Robs your destiny if you keep looking at yourself too. You're not yourself anymore. You're in Christ. If you don't see who you are, you won't be able to become who, who, who you are. Because you're already that. Anyone in Christ is a new creation. Old things have passed away. All things have become new. You know, And we got people out there trying to point people to the law, point people to, to the feast and all this. When people can't even get shake off uh, and learn their identity. And it's like, what is all that going to help if people can't even be have peace and joy? Go to go go there, and you're going to say, God, look, I know all this stuff. Aren't you happy with me on the day of of judgment? Look at all I learned. I know the feast. I know this. I know that. And He's going to say, Did you do you, Do you know how to love? Do you know how to lay your life down? Do you know how to walk in the truth? Do you know how to submit to the Holy Spirit? That's what He's interested in. Works, he works, the devil works through the children of pride and rebellion. Let God open our eyes. And then, talking about, we always see this itinerary mirror. Everybody wants itinerary ministries. It's not in the Bible. It's not even in the Bible. That separates us from body ministry, period. Because we want to be our own long ranger. I won't use the other names that I've been getting this week because I want to keep things on the... It comes from the Babylonian 5013CB system that came from, from the works of the Nicolaitans, which came from basically uh, Constantine, which came from also some other stuff. If you back all these things up from the church that was really in power, in power it came on from underground and they started to do these different things. Talk, we talk, the Holy Spirit talks about different gifts of the Holy Spirit. And then there are ascension gifts. So... In 1 Corinthians, let's read. As many people take this and they apply it to everything. So in this, there's no, there's no apostolic government. There's no government of God. There's, it's just we have authority and we, we, we just get with a group of people that we love. But there's no, and it doesn't work that way because God is a God of order. God is a God of order. If you look in the Old Testament, if you look at how He, he sets everything up. He sets everything up. And Jesus is the head of the church. And He brings an order, an apostolic foundation to the apostles and the prophets. I'm going to show you. And that's why we have people, oh, you know, I love God and I just want to lay my life down. Let me go to seminary school and get a piece of paper and be a pastor. And I'll get hired at a church. And, and all that happens is you got man's wisdom mixed in it because they're not been ordained. You go on TV because you can uplift people. But... God's, the anointing doesn't uplift people. It, it breaks the yoke. It comes with the power of authority that's been given by God by Him Himself. So when people don't understand that or recognize that, yes, we, and I'm going to show you here how all of us can be gifted and talented for the edifying of the body of Christ. Not, not for our, us to, to build our own platform or become a big name and, and, and get a gift so strong. It's to build up the church. And it's basically, let's just read it because it's very simple. Because people will take this and they'll take Scripture out of context without knowing the whole heart of God. God's the same yesterday, today, and ever. He didn't bring Jesus Christ on the earth so we can all be free love and do whatever we want 
and, and go where we want, listen to what we want, and be what we want because of grace. He brought Jesus so we can actually do what we cannot do on our own because He took, He's put in His Spirit in us and we become one with Him. So everything He defeated, now we defeat it when we stay in Him. Everything, He's righteous, we are righteous in Him. He is the, the Son of God and we are the Son of God in Him because of Him. We were broken off of our sonship because of the fall of man, the fall of man and fall of Adam in the garden. Jesus came and gave us full sonship back. Nothing takes away our identity as a son. But there are different positions and anointings because God has a government order. And that's what He's going to show us today. And many people want to fight that because they want to do their own thing. And God wants us to do His thing. And it's not about control. And, and people that have that, God will judge them. They'll be workers of iniquity. You control people. Jesus said, if you want to be... Who is the greatest in the kingdom? Be a servant. Paul said, I want to be the most, the biggest servant all. Jesus said, I want to serve more. So there, that's the whole attitude of it. doesn't mean there's no... So when people see the true apostolic and all that, they just think they're just people that are good in, in Christ because they don't build themselves up. So they don't actually see because now Satan has come in to, to deceive the church and think everyone... And and giving and Satan's handing out titles like they're like they're bubblegum, and basically God has ascension gifts, and then they don't get recognized. But then God steps in and says, "You're in trouble because you're now coming against me and my authority." You see, it's not the authority of a man, and you don't come under a man. You come under the government of God, and we come under gifts, and we submit one to another, and and that's when He's coming back. So we are steadfast going to preach the truth of the gospel. And that's, it's, it's written in the Word. And he says this, I know you were once Gentiles carried away by dumb idols, even as you were led. Wherefore I give you to understand that no man speaking by the Spirit of God calls Jesus accursed. And no man can say that Jesus is Lord but by the Holy Ghost. Well, let's say Holy Spirit because Holy Spirit. I'm going to correct the King James Version. Because that's caused a lot of Holy Spirit. Now, these are diversity of gifts. What does that mean? Different gifts. Gifts. All of us can have any of these gifts if we ask Him. For what? For our ministry of reconciliation. Every one of us are called to the ministry of reconciliation. There's the lost world. We're now part of Christ in the church. It's our job to do something for Him in that. Whether it's financially, going out on the street on Something. Or we don't live for ourselves anymore. And, and there's a struggle in the world that we live in because there is an antichrist spirit out there. It's in some of our families. It's in some of our jobs. It's, in, it's everywhere we go. It's everywhere. So it's not an easy task in to, in to come together in the spirit. But God is going to do it because he said it in his word. Wherefore I give you to understand that no man speaking by the... Okay, now there are diversities of gifts. But right here, the same Spirit. So there's one Holy Spirit. It's not different gifts and spiritual gifts, in a sense, with different spirits. It's the Holy Spirit. And we all have the Holy Spirit in us if we're baptized in the Holy Spirit. Right? But not everybody. God doesn't want everyone to have everything and become super Christian or super man. Now there are, and these, the difference, and then there, and it says diverse, and then there are different administrations, a different way we apply them, different way they move, but the same Lord. That means the same 
boss. God administrates them then, not man. And there are differences of operations, but the same God worketh all in all. Same God works in all in all. And there are, and, but the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit everyone with all. It's to profit all of us. For one is given the Spirit, that's why there needs to be submission to one another as well. To one is given the Spirit of wisdom, to one the word of knowledge by the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another the gifts of healing by the same Spirit, to another the workings of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits. So someone needs a healing. The same guy doesn't have to do it all the time. This person has a gift. Come and heal. Somebody is there. Spirit of discernment. I pray everyone gets that spirit, but they can say, hey, there's spirits in this room. This person has a spirit. And recognize it and deal with it. So, to another of the same spirit. To other diverse kinds of tongues. To another the interpretation of tongues. But if we're all at home with our gifts and trying to build our own stuff, how can we build the body when all we're doing is showcasing ourselves on, on Facebook? That's all because people don't want to follow Jesus. They want to follow Him. You can't be a follow. You can't. You, until you learn how to follow, you can't be followed. Period. But all these work at the one and the self same spirit, dividing, dividing to every man separate as he wills. For as the body is one and has many members, so that's talking about gifts. And all members of that one body, being many, are one body, so also is Christ. So, we're all together one body, different things. Some might have three gifts, some might have more, some might have one, some might have none, or don't know they have them because they don't care. But if you have the Holy Spirit, you can, because it's only the Holy Spirit. But He's going to make everything move right if we submit to Him, or if we master one of our gifts because he doesn't take them back either it says that the gifts and the callings he doesn't god doesn't indian give he doesn't say okay give and five years down the road you start building your own self up and selling and prostituting yourself all over the world and selling cds and books and all those things and then basically god says oh i'm gonna stifle it no it just gets corrupted satan comes in and mixes with it called mixture religion comes in whatever it might be so and then he goes on to say, The Gentiles were bound and free, but it says, Okay, one spirit will baptized into one body. Whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free, we all have been all made to drink of one spirit. For the body is not one member, but many. If the foot shall say, Because I am not the hand, I am not in need of the body, therefore it's not of the body. And if the ear shall say, Because I am not the eye, I am not of the body, Paul's just making all these references to body parts, right? And he goes on and says, The whole body, where an eye, where's the hearing? So God has to mix it up so the body moves efficiently. If everybody wants to be the mouth, all you'll hear, all you hear is people talking all the time. No one will be listening for the Lord. No one will be talking. You, know, you guys get it? So find out what He wants you to have and, 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 and get in what He's given you. And it says, also covet more. And if you're faithful with a little, He'll put more on you. Because you're using it. You're edifying the body. And I'm telling you, if you go out there and try to be a superstar, He won't give you no more. You might have that one because He doesn't take it back. But it doesn't mean He's blessing you. Because you can have a gift and not have the anointing. You can heal someone not because it's a gift. But you can never cast out a demon with a gift. Get this. 
Now, you can cast out a demon in the name of Jesus because there's authority in his name. And that's what people that are doing, they don't even know him. That's when he says, you cast out demons, you heal the sick, but I never, in my name. So Satan can heal the sick too. In his name, we have power too. But he's also given us power in him. But he's also given us authority in the spirit in different kind of, and, and that can increase. But everyone that he's set, I'm going I'm to jump the gun because I'm going to get to that scripture in a minute. So watch this. So, but God has set the members, every one of them in the body as he pleased. And if we were all one member, where were the body? But now we are many members, but one body. And the eye cannot say unto the hand. And so God sets these giftings to people. And, and then it says, No much more those members of the body which seem to be more feeble are necessary. Because then he's saying that every part is, is important. The toe might not want to be the toe. It might hate the toe jam. It might hate being in a sock and smelling all the time. But that's what God designed it. So be a happy toe, is what he's saying. Be a happy foot. Be a happy elbow. And if it's a gift, if you're settled and you're happy, then he'll give you more. Because he wants, but if you're a body, that's the part we stand in. It says, those that are less, most look less honorable upon these bestow more abundant honor, that there be no commonly parts more abundant commonly. For our commonly parts have no need, but God has tempered, that means put together the body, having given more abundant honor to the part which lacked. That there should be no schisms. That's what he's saying. If you have a great gift, he's putting more honor on something else, so there's no worship, idolatry, all these things. God is trying to make things, everybody, as an equal state with him as a, as a body. You don't say, some people might, and well, we end up saying that. I don't like my nose. I don't like my ear. But God made us and, he, and everything is good. And if God put people together, then he knows what he's doing. So you might not like something on your body. So, But you know that I better learn to live with it because I can't do it unless I cut it off. And the only time Jesus says cut off that is if it's sin and rebellion because God will find something else to put back. See, he's a miracle maker. We might cut off our right hand, but he'll have to put one back on. Because if the body's functioning, it'll be fully parts. So, God, and then it says here, now we are the body of Christ and members in particular, but one body. Then he says this, and God has set, now this is the whole different thing. God has set some in the church. Though everyone's in the church, the body, right? Everyone. See, people get that and then they got this free for all, like they don't want to come to come under any kind of um, functioning or any kind of uh, God's governmental thing and that's been the problem and people want to do all this stuff then God stops blessing it and they become religious so they begin to work their own thing and make their own thing cool and make it interesting and get five steps to this and five steps to that and they begin to instead of relying on Holy Spirit in them now that they're cut off they rely on knowledge or they begin to rely on what they know but there's no power, no demonstration of it. So what ends up happening is they end up puffing. It's just, it, there's no, and, it, and it's always usually good because it's supposed to help you. And then we get self-helps to come in and, and all these different things. And then you go on a mission trip and you bring the doctor with you and you bring the optimi optimist, opti optometrist. optometrist, you bring the oral surgeon with you and 
they say they bring Jesus too. Jesus had a physician with him, but he didn't do any surgeries with Jesus. Okay? So whatever you are in the world, when you under the apostolic, you leave all that behind and you focus on the power of God. You focus on Jesus. You focus on who you are in Christ and focus on Him. He can do all things. He, there's nothing impossible for Him. But if we have already second thoughts on who we are, what we have, and who He is, how are we going to manifest miracles and power in the world when people don't have anything but the hope is only could be Jesus? Or we go there with our mind and we fix everything in the natural. It's what religion does. And then religion will fundraise and raise money for everything they want to do. Like, okay, all these doctors. And then doctors will take a week off and they'll fulfill their religious duties and feel good about themselves because they're making all that money. They're not really giving themselves to the power of God. They're just so very happy because they... I do that and every year I said, I do I go once a year and I go, oh, that's so amazing. I cannot believe because you make $50,000 a month that you would lay that down for and everyone's like, oh, that's how it gets. And then they think that, and then they feel so and then they get put up on this pedestal like they're so good. And then people start paying in that. And God's like, oh, give me a break. God's like, I want, you know, and this is how religion builds itself. And everyone's like, look at all they're doing. Yeah. But God didn't call us to do all that. He called us to bring the kingdom. He called us to come with apostolic support. He sends us out. We don't just go out to fulfill our religious duties. We go out because He's moving us in His heart. And we want to see His power. The problem is we got all this mixture going on. And when you have mixture, you have different seeds. And when you have different seeds, you have good and bad. You have... Fake and real. You have false and true. And that's what we have all in the church. We got false prophets and real prophets. We got false apostles and real apostles. We got false grace and we got real grace. We got false um, doctrines and we got real doctrines. It's right here in the Bible. And we got seducing spirits and we got Holy Spirit. There's one that's right, the right church, and he says they're all together. So, because Satan wants to mix himself among us. In everything. And who is he the father of? He's the father of lies, but he's the father of the world. And we don't bring the world in the church because you can't release the kingdom if you're bringing the world with you. You are not of this world. So we don't do things. So that's what the first step right there. And then all the other things will just pan itself out in a simple way of coming out of the world and come fleeing from Babylon. But we're talking about this right here today. So in, 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 in agreement to that, we have this thing, well... We'll just do all these works of justice, but there's no justice in in works of justice if Jesus isn't being glorified. Man gets glorified. Instead of saying, God did this and see the power of God, we say, wow, we've given away this much. We've, we've reached this many people. Yeah, you reached them, you gave them food, you gave them, but God wants them to be transformed. So... This is what, where we began to, and then there's this whole war. People think the people that want it all and are, want to walk in the Word, oh, you guys are so judgmental. So No, we're just trying to tell you what the Word says. And when you believe the Word and you follow the, the one that wrote it and he's living, then you'll, you will demonstrate the kingdom because he's going to back it. He's not going to back our good ideas. Although they might be good works, and they might—they are good. That's nice. 
But we can't mix these things because there's a thing about, there's one problem in that, faith. So we either have faith in man or faith in him, in the unseen. That's why Satan brings all that in and he masquerades it into, in a um, humanitarian spirit. But the Antichrist will do that too. The, the Pope will do that too. Different religions will do that too. A lot of religions all help the poor and go to the widow and the orphan and stuff too. Because it's so acceptable. It's easy to, to peddle your religion to them if you're doing that. But, but the thing is, there's no Antichrist against that because it is the Antichrist. So they get a big following. They get a big peep. See, the biggest problem that we have is because we have the, the spirit of truth in us. And it says that the world will hate you because they hated me first. The world will hate your words because they're my words. The world will hate you because they hated me first. But religion never sees that. Religion says, just sees this Jesus that had a parable about the guy on the side of the road and the compassion, and they stopped there. So let's do everything in our flesh to make compassion work. You know what it's called? It's called man-pleasing. It's like, are you a man-pleaser? Are you a God-pleaser? See, the thing is, you can't be both. You can't man-please God, man-please and be pleasing God at all because you can't just man-please, you got a God-please. And He is pleased when we step out in His Word. That's why we get killed. That's why we get stoned. That's what killed Jesus. It wasn't His love. It wasn't His, his compassion. It was what He stood for. It was the truth. And it says He was the rock of offense. It, we offend people. People, when they find, it's like, you would think, but Jesus said, no, it's not the way it works. Narrow is the way, and few there that go that way. And people are now saying, well, that's not a narrow way, but... Basically, Jesus is the way, the truth, and life, period. I don't care if it's a broad way, small way, mid-sized way. He's the way. So that's what we need to follow in His words. Not our opinion of His words. What does it say? So then He says this, And God has set some in the church. First apostles. There's something about that. It's a foundational thing. First apostles. Secondary prophets. Thirdly, teachers. After that, miracles then gifts of healing, helps, government, diversity of tongues. Then he's talking about gifts of healing. Why healing? Well, gifts. All of those nine gifts, and I just got this just a second. Heal the body. We're to edify, help the body to get protect it, heal it. You understand? So it's the gifts in the body that he puts in after he sets the foundation and the vision. Paul said that I kept the heavenly vision. Oh, King Agrippa, you ain't got nothing on me. I did everything God's telling me to do. And that's why you want to kill me. You don't want to kill me because now I'm rubber, rubbing shoulders with, with the Antichrist spirit, like Judas went off and did with, with the religious spirit of his time and, and turned in and betrayed Jesus. That's what religion does. The spirit of religion betrays Jesus. The spirit of religion betrays the real brother that want Jesus. Because it's the spirit of murder. It brings division. Religion is the worst spirit in the church today. And it's the worst part about it is most people don't know they have it. And when they don't know they have it, they everything they do gets this false love and this false, this, this false narrative about their concept of the Bible. But it's, it's wrong. They've been fed so long by religious systems that they've, been, they've, been, they've come together in agreement with with the, the spirits of it. And that's why there's so much rat race in the church. Everybody wants to be something more than they're... They, they fight for position like we have a position. 
We're all one. We just read what the body of Christ is. So what is that? And if God sets you in your house, you have a position. If He doesn't, you still have a position. We're, and one thing is, nothing can take it away. Every one of us are sons and daughters of God. That's the highest calling. Rejoice that your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. The, everyone wants to rejoice. They, don't, they always want. Just like the world. Well, I've got to get promoted. I've got to make more money. I've got to have more gifts. I've got to do more. And then all of a sudden, nothing ever satisfies you. And then it doesn't satisfy you in the world either. But with contentment, with godliness is great gain. So, it says this. So, and, I'll have the, and then it asks, do all have them? Question mark? No. I'll give you the answer. Do you all speak in tongues? No. I know Christians that don't. Do all interpret? Of course not. We maybe Some people might interpret their own tongues or that. But God wants to birth these gifts up in reality, but He doesn't want to give them when they're gonna when we don't learn the foundation of love and who we are and what they're for. They're not for us, they're for each other. They're for someone else. And covet the best gifts, yet show unto you a more excellent way. Now let's go to Ephesians four. I therefore the prisoner that you walk worthy of your vocation where you are called. With all lowliness, that's humility and meekness, that's and long suffering. Forbearing one another in love. Endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit. We just talked about that. And it also talks about the Spirit of God. When one comes to the other, one has a song. These are from giftings. One has a gift of education. One has a teaching. You're not talking about a teaching. Something God showed them. Okay? One has a teaching. It's like a revelation even. One has a revelation. We can all get that. Doesn't mean, because we we start to tap in all that, that we are, are in a five-fold ministry gifting. And that's what everybody's being in. This itinerary, it's like everybody wants to do and then who well then where is the where is the where is the government of God at? It's like we're all part of it. Yeah, but if we're all separated and nobody's coming together in unity and spirit, how is God gonna take us together? He is bringing this together. One body, one spirit, even you are called in one hope and one calling. What are we all called to? I can tell you ten million things right now we're called to. We're all called to die. We're all called to win the lost, we're all called to love, we're all called to um, mortify the deeds of our flesh, we're all called to submit one to another, we're all called to lay down our lives, we're all called to pick up our cross, we're all called to, but then it, later on it says this thing, but many people, few are chosen for different things or whatever, but we're all called, all those things, every one of us, so we got to be, find out and walk in what we're called to do. The Lord and your calling, and one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God, Father of all, who is above all and through all, and in you all, and in you all. But unto everyone that's giving the grace, now here you go, now, now check this out. One God, Father of all, who is above all and through all, and in you all. But unto everyone is given the grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. The measure of the gift of Christ. It's different graces. Different giftings. Apostle's going to need a lot more grace for what he's doing. Getting on platforms, bringing the truth, going places and prophets to. Then somebody that's in just part of the body that's just giving nice edification words. They're not going to face the warfare. They're not going to face the rejection. Everyone's going to like, I need a good word. Hey, tell me that I'm blessed and... Next week, there's going to be money in my bank account, and I'll go see you every week, especially if it ends up happening once. I'll follow you till I die, because I want to hear good stuff. 
But the office gifts, it's not always good. <laughs> it's not always what you want to hear. So there's more grace for that because it costs a lot more. And it comes from God and it's Jesus and I'm speaking and taking over a human vessel. It's not some, some intelligent man that decides he's not making enough money in the world and I, I'm a Baptist so I'm going to go to seminary school and, and go start applying to churches. And oh, I like him. He seems nice. Let's see how he speaks. Oh, he's, he's a good oracle. Yep, we'll have five of them here this week and we'll all vote. Well, that's not how it works in the kingdom of God. God ascended on high and gave gifts unto men. And that's the stuff we got going on. And it's called religion. And now he ascended on high and gave gifts in the lower parts of the earth that he descended in the same also that ascended up far above all heavens. Even I feel people can get offended in here because it's, it's the truth offends. He might, what? Fulfill all things. We got to just get with God's program and we'll, we'll, everything will be great. The devil wouldn't be able to attack us like he's doing. And he gave some to be apostles, some to be prophets, some to be evangelists, and some pastors and teachers. He gave them. I didn't just wake up one day and say, hey, you know, I want to go serve the Lord. I'm going to be a nun. Like <laughs> the Catholic student says, oh, you know what? Life's not working. I'm just going to, you know, and they end up doing that. We all should have that attitude from the beginning when we're born again. I'm giving my whole life to God. It might be in this city. It might be that. It doesn't have to be overseas. It's a heart thing anyway. So these people are like, okay, so I live like the world, like the world, because I'm not a nun. We're all called to be saints. We're all saints. So now you got to... So that's what systems of religion and men end up getting us into some kind of weird thing where we actually set ourselves apart from the body of Christ when we're all one. So hierarchy begins to start. And so we have, you know, Pope, Cardinal, Bishop, I don't even know the whole system, and down to that, and down to the, to the sheep, which can sin and do everything wrong. It's just those other people. And then we realize that those other people can't stop sinning either because they don't have a relationship with the Holy Spirit, most of them. So basically, Satan really plays games with that and makes them look stupid. And that's, what, that's just the truth of it all. So, But we didn't know this until we knew the Holy Spirit, until we have a relationship with the Word of God. And God's not showing these things so we can know more and be so sophisticated. It's for protection. It's for love. It's for us to be able to become one. And not allow other things to come in and divide us. So, it says this now. And he gave those for the perfecting of the saints. What's the perfecting of the saints? Who's perfect? Jesus. Till Christ is formed in everybody. But these are these don't grow into that. People, religion will say, okay, one day we're going to anoint you to be a prophet. What do you mean you're going to anoint me? I don't go to school for that. It's a gift God gave them when they're born again. And I'm going to prove to you. Because people it's not you don't go to prophet school and then that's gift you might go to school and get an impartation and ask god for one of those nine gifts of prophecy and start prophesying and then get good and then but then all of a sudden it's to go back to that church god said you would to go get a job and bless that church not to run around and give words all the time so you can live off the words you're given it's to benefit the body of christ so everyone that's good just runs to the biggest churches and then the biggest churches all get all these good words and all the little churches get, don't get nothing because all the gifts ran off to where the money was. Yeah, that's, right. that's not the unity of the body of Christ. And that's the things that we got going on. And we're not bashing because it's just the way the system got. But they need to repent or they'll lose what they treasure so much. I love the truth because it sets us free. And people can't go and deceive little sheep because then they'll say, wow, I heard that message and... And start investigating. That's how we grow. That's what the apostle does and the prophet and the teacher. They bring the truth. 
what they do is we come together and remind us who we are, one thing. What we're supposed to do, point us back to Jesus. Um, the Word will come and convict us of our sin, and we live our life like that, constantly under submission to the Holy Spirit and one another, the Christ in us, the hope of glory. And we get changed from glory to glory and from faith to faith. So here it is. For the perfecting of things, for the work of the ministry. So, if I tell you who you are, sharpen those nine gifts in people, then you can go also to the grocery store and use those gifts too to bless people so they can see and hear and feel God in the world. So when we're together, let's use the gifts to help one another edify the church and then that. But not everybody... But So then when you're under and you're in God's government, you're under God's protection. He's protecting His church. So it's the glory of God in a city or on His people. It's not about a man. It's about the ascension gift that somebody has. God is all about... Nothing about man-pleasing or raising up man. It's about... It wasn't about Paul. It was about what Paul had inside of Paul. What Paul did. And he proved it by the miracle signs and wonders that he did. And the doctrine that he came bared witness with the truth. So everyone bared witness where many didn't for a while. But then... And, and you got the 12, the 12 apostles. Right? All of them got chosen by God. Picked by God. Right? Jesus picked them. And then he, he called them apostles way before they did anything. Right? He said, I call you 12, and one of you is going to, whatever, but you're, and then he p- picked up Paul later. And your apostles, before they barely were doing anything, then he blew the spirit in him, but he also said, go in my name now. But now we have, we're one with them. So now we don't even go in his name, we are one with him. Because he went to the cross, and he, he, and he came back, and now he's putting, that's why they were waiting in the upper room, so he can put those gifts and full action in them what they already were when they became followers of Jesus and born again. God already marks you for what you're supposed to do right when you step into the kingdom. It's not some school you go to and say, well, I'll pick this job. God picks His job, but God picks the church. And He, he, he does that. So He said He gave some, okay, and till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God. Did we lose another one? Huh? No? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Keep dropping like. <laughs> oh wait, are you gonna leave me too? He's like, no, you guys have been around long enough, so. <laughs> it's like well, funny. It's gonna be funny. So we all come into what the unity of the faith, not into a, um, a mega minister, to the unity of the faith, not in a mega man, Superman, or whatever it might be. Do we all come into so that's what God sets these in and he raises them up and then they raise up the body but people still in the body want to not let the person that's been set in to help them and that's what we're seeing right now in all this maverick and long ranger stuff and they are getting deceived and they are getting and God's not doing nothing and they're striving and they're trying to build stuff and it's all work and it's all religion it's right here in the word so let's dissect the word instead of listen to, to, to coffee and tea with somebody in the morning just talking about nothing. Till we, all, till we all come into the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God. And then go on further to the knowledge of you in the Son of God, of who you are. The Son of God into a perfect man unto the measure and the stature of the fullness of Christ. So if you reject that 
thing in your life or that person that is God is in doing that, you're an antichrist because you're actually rejecting Christ Himself. Right. Because He doesn't tell you to follow any man. What did Paul say? Follow me, because he, he was not well, as I follow Christ. But he didn't say, just follow Jesus. All right, I did my thing. I said my one message. You got saved. Now live on your own. He brought all these things about the church and he set order and he did things and he put things. And why do you think we have the, like t- things like, but then we have the religious system taking advantage and, and witchcrafting people and controlling people and manipulating people with titles. And half of them did get deceived in them. So, but why do you think Paul, when his official said, a bishop, and they said, if you're going to have this position, you've got to be, have all those things after, and a deacon as well, and you can't be in sin, you can't do this, you got to be married to one wife. Why would you even say that? Because they were Jews coming, being converted with many wives at that time. We wouldn't even have to say that now. We would not be like, what, two wives? What, we're not Mormons? We don't do polygamy? <laughs> but basically, Paul was, so you got to understand what he was trying to say. And he said one wife. He didn't say one wife or one husband. He never said one husband. He said one wife. So, I mean, we got women bishops. I mean, it's just all kinds of stuff going on. We got um, one wife and, well, <clears throat> the lady's a bishop, but she's the husband. And the wife is, you get it, two, two women <clears throat> in the church now. You got it all. And that's because... We're not, no one's submitting to the apostolic and the power of the anointing that breaks the yoke. Because it won't, it won't be put up with. Unless seducing spirits come in and, and, and deceive the church. So let's finish. Till we all come into the unifits, to the fullness of Christ, that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro, carried about by every wind of doctrine, <coughs> by the slight of men and the cunning craftiness where they lie and wait to deceive. They don't even deceive, they wait to deceive. They wait for the right opportunity to pull you into their religion. To pull you to them. And all God's trying to say is, I, I want you with me. I, what I love to do is push you to Jesus. Push you to the Holy Spirit. Because when the fivefold ministry's time is done, they can rest and everyone can enjoy and be the nine gifts. No one's got a, a base. But I'll tell you what, Jesus could be coming in two seconds. Because that's what He's doing. But he says, Speaking the truth in love, may you all grow up in Him, all things which the head, even Christ, from whom the whole body fitly joined together, compacted every joint supplies according to the effectual working of the measure of every part, maketh increase to the body with the edifying of itself in love. This I say, therefore, and testify that the Lord, that you henceforth walk no more as Gentiles walk in the vanity of your mind. <clears throat> that means in pride. Having understanding darkened, remember I said pride makes you blind right here. Having your understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance of that is, is in them. He's talking to the church. Because of the blindness of their heart. Religion makes you blind. And if you can't see Christ in someone or see the scriptures for what they are, you become antichrist because you you come against the government of God that's there to protect you. There to you can and everyone will have the glory in their life moving through them. Or you can have a gift with no anointing running around and all you, and, and all you and, and people getting healed. It's a gift. It's a healing gift. But you don't see them casting out demons. You don't see them you don't see the city throwing them out of the city because disruptions happening. You see everybody, basically everybody, speaking great things because they got a great gift and they're so nice and loving. But it's false love because it doesn't bring the kingdom and it doesn't bring... We, we, you know, wherever we go, we should be disrupting the kingdom of hell. And if we're not, 
then how close are you to the kingdom of hell? Basically, he said, if your eye is single and your whole body, if your eye is full of light and your whole body, but if your eye is dark, your whole, how great is that darkness? He's saying, how, how much of, of religion do you have? And you think, well, if God's not doing something, there's a reason he's trying to get a hold of you. Having their understanding darkened. And then it says, in the ignorance that because of the blindness of their heart, the understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance for the blindness of their heart, who being past being given, have given themselves over until the civiness to work all in cleanliness with greediness. But you have not so learned Christ. If so, that you have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus. That you put off concerning the former conversations of the old man and the corrupt according to the deceitful lust and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. And that you put on the new man, which after God is created righteousness and true holiness, wherefore putting away lying, speaking every man truth to his neighbor, for we are all members one of another. Nothing takes that away. We're all members of the body of Christ. So we're all equal in the body of Christ. And we're all equal as sons and brothers of God. But we're talking about God's government of protection, the glory of God, the giftings, the, 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 the thing that God does because He wants order and He, want, he has a governmental kingdom. And he, He's doing this because, I don't ask why, we can probably think, and we have, we've got all these ways that we're better than God. Well, if we have training schools and we can, you know, do online schools and do these schools and all these gifts are getting people, but it's like everyone's, it's all separating everyone because everyone just does what they want or what they like, or they like uh, Superman, whatever, got so good in it, and they like the way he flows, so they just become a follower of a gift instead of coming under the authority of Christ that's been descended from heaven and from man. And I'm going to prove it to you again. Wherefore, putting away lying, speaking every man of his neighbor, for we are all members of one another. Be ye angry and sin not, and let not the sun go down in wrath, neither give place to the devil. Let him that steals, you know, it's all about righteousness. There's ministers that do all this stuff and they want to think they're going to keep the anointing. But rather let him labor, working with his hands, and the thing which is good that we may have to give to them that needs. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use and the edifying, it may minister grace unto the hearers. And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God which is in you. You are sealed unto the day of redemption. Let all bitterness, wrath, and anger, and clamor, and evil speaking be put away in all malice. And be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as Christ's sake has forgiven you. So why, in that sense, does God name those things? Bishop, deacon, um, and then he sets prophet, you know. And, and we have people with the prophetic gift, but he says that. And he says things like overseer. Why? Because there's, a, there's authority over that. There's an authority of being an overseer. It's like you're overseeing the flock. Not everyone, we don't just come to church. And in and, and, and an instance we do when we edify one another, but when, when he said, you know, Peter, feed my sheep, three, he's like, feed my sheep. Because you you, 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 you're going to preach and feed the sheep. Now, everybody, we have babies feeding babies all the time. Yeah. Get this, and then feed here. And it's like everyone, they go in there and they realize they're, because they hear something, they got. And they, you imagine if Paul said all these things are going to creep in the church, he didn't know what he was prophesying. My God, he didn't know there was going to be media and car. I mean, did he know there was going to be airplanes? They never. Come on, 
took a while for men to even think of these concepts. Bird, okay, if we get wings. Engines, when are they up? Just a hundred and something years ago? You think 2,000 years ago, Paul, they were thinking about God gave us, God gave him a vision. He talked about technology through Daniel, but basically, if Paul would have saw this, he would have probably freaked out. Because he's like, how, church, there's no way. How? He would be like freaking out. Because he's like, you know, I'm setting order because the order has the, the actual authority to come against Satan. There's, I'm just saying there's something about the authority. We all have the authority in the name of Jesus and we all have the authority in Christ. I'm not saying that. But there's a corporate authority and there's something that God gives in that. That's why he says he puts apostles first. So that's why Satan wants to bring all these false ones around us so people don't know or they get say that's all just titles and see they the thing is everyone says well God's going to restore all things back to work but then they fight the very things but they want the good things that he's going to restore like everyone's going to be equal and everyone's going to give everyone their money and, and they don't tithe or they don't give money and they're just waiting for this thing they, they think of everything that benefit them instead of basically what God's saying he's going to restore all things for his sake not for our sake so he says so when so when we submit to authentic giftings and spiritual leading, and we don't do that, it's, it's an antichrist spirit. Because remember Jesus said, if they don't receive you, it's me they don't receive. He said, dust your feet and let your peace come back to you. It's a shame that we have to do that in own, our own body of Christ all the time. I mean, God, I don't think he had it on his mind that we were going to Paul or them because the church was doing awesome in the beginning. Say, oh yeah, you're going to be dusting your feet from your brothers and sisters all the time because they're not going to receive. Jesus dusted his feet in his own city. He did. He went out and dusted his feet. He healed a few. It wasn't he, he wasn't. But he's like, I don't feel God operating because I know they're not having any faith and they they're not receiving me. I'm gonna waste my time. People want see religion wants you to go around the mountain ten times and waste your time when it doesn't matter how long you run with them, they are not gonna submit because they have an antichrist spirit. They have a spirit of religion. They don't they 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 it's pride. They can't get it. They're blinded of the word. They only know what they know and they're stuck in it. Religion, you get stuck. But God's here to unstuck us. He is. He's going to. And the humble will, will be fed. We all have a ministry, though. All have ministries of reconciliation. We all have ministries one to another. We all have a ministry to love one another. We all have ministries, but we don't all have the authority and the gift, ascension gifts of the fivefold ministries. And if you did have it, you'd know it when you were born again. You'd know it. And I'm going to show you how you know it. And he called... All them again. Okay. And also, when we're born again, we're all predestined to be conformed to the image of Christ. Whether, and not saying that you don't come and teach and you don't come and use your gifts, but you don't have the authority to go start up church because you don't, haven't been given that by God. It comes from the apostolic because of the overseeing apostolic government. People don't understand that. So they get a good teaching and then they go off and they, they have their own Bible study. And they're good at it. But all it is is going to bring people from under the authority of, the, of Christ. So what ends up happening? The Bible study turns bigger and then I'll say, well, let's just start a church. And all it is. And then what would we end up having? Bounce houses, fundraisers, and we, all we do is the works of justice and all these good things and someone talks in the church. That's how it all started. Half the ch- oh, I'm telling you, 90% of the churches in America aren't even ordained by God. They're not even ordained by God. They've been started by man, and they're from the Nicolaitan system. 
and God had grace for a while and He winked at things because of the, of the helping the poor and everything, but they're not alive. Why? They don't have any anointing. And they're being deceived in the droves and they have no power and they're all man-pleasing. Apostles don't man-please. Prophets don't man-please. There's a good sign right there. Apostles want to serve. False ones will build themselves up. They want to be served. They want to, Religion wants you to put, make me have a big chair on the stage while you sit down there. Religion wants to divide and that's why people hate it. So then the spirit of religion wipes that away for the authentic because they... They hate that. And they all want to be up there. That's the problem, why they hate it. And it's not about anywhere. We're all on the same platform. It's just giftings from God. It has nothing. Nothing to do with someone's better than somebody. Someone's more gift. It's God's purpose to get His purpose done. And He's done something, and we need to trust what He's doing. Until we submit and trust what He's doing, we're just going to stun our growth. And that's what's going on all over the place. And people want to come out and join. Because of of all the false ones and all the, all the things going on. So let's see what he says about that. How do I know? Well, you know. Well, first of all, I can speak of my own life. doesn't mean I, oper- I didn't have the following or people listened to me, but God told me what I was. God told David who he was. I'm anointing you king, a little boy in the thing. David didn't sit on his throne till a lot later, but he was still king. He had the anointing when Saul got it taken from him. Saul still had things going on and, and was perpetrating being king, but really wasn't king from God. He was the king of man because God stripped him from the anointing. Then we have here, and then we have Samuel. Eli was sinning and all that, and God says, I'm going to raise up a, a, a prophet that's going to... Samuel was a little boy in bed. God said, you're my prophet. Go speak to the, go speak to the priest. And as religion will say, oh wait, you know how long you've been in the ministry? Religion will say, well, how long? And you say back to them, well, how many demons have you casted out? You say, well, you know, it's just it's like stupid things like that. That comes from the carnal man. Because the one thing about a five-fold century, if you know it, and then God shows you what it's going to take. And you don't walk in it fully, but you are it. Jesus was the Son of Man before He did any miracles. When He was born in His mother's womb and was born, He was the Messiah of the world before He did any miracles or hung on the cross. <laughs> So religion wants to say, well, when, when you get to the cross and you're finally, you know, have a, this many people and you do this, then you are what you are. But, and then that's why everyone is everything because I've done longer ministry than them. I've been in this and they don't submit to that because they don't understand the giftings. So all they go is by their own little religious booklet. Well, how many weddings have you done? <laughs> not weddings or I meant funerals. No, not funerals. Well, if they, Every week's a funeral, I guess, in a dead church when you're when you're doing something. But how many? Uh, yeah, how many? Fe- or how many? Uh, yeah, marriages or whatever. It's like, what does that matter? Have you been ordained by the state? It's state? I, it's God. I don't get. I don't want from from the state. I get it from above. These are ascension gifts, not governmental gifts from the world. They come from above. Yeah. See, they don't like that because everybody wants to be Superman. And they don't realize if they submit, they'll move in stuff that they've never, ever seen. Because God's not going to hold back any power of glory. Look at Stephen. Stephen did more than him. He wasn't an apostle. He didn't have that, that governmental authority. Or he didn't have people around. But he moved in just like Paul and any of them. Because he submitted. And he was chosen to be seven. Full of the Holy Ghost. We're all full of the Holy Ghost. Go wait till he did what he wanted. He did what God told him to do. He didn't murmur and complain. He didn't want to be Paul. He didn't want to be Peter. 
And if you, if you only want to be what God wants you to be, you'll get stoned just like Peter and Paul. Do you really want that? See, they don't really want that. They want what they want. Religion always wants what religion wants. And they said this to Jeremiah. Before I formed you in your mother's belly, I knew you. He was a prophet even before he knew he was a prophet. People say, well, if I go to this school, do you think God will move me into the office of a prophet? It's religion, man. You can get prophetic giftings and learn how to flow and have people tell, tell you and help you and that. I have nothing against all that. But when that's all you want to do and you don't want to submit and flow into what, then you're just, you're just a maverick and a long ranger and, the, and you won't really do nothing for God because it's really about you. And that's why we have to die. This is what it is. The more Jeremiah died to himself, the more he saw God use him. The more Samuel grew up and died just didn't care. Who was the one Samuel did? What, 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 what the unanointed did? Samuel did. The pro, pro, what, remember I said before, it's like what, they, what religion couldn't kill, the prophet kills. Samuel killed that stuff and a couple things and sanctified thee and ordained thee to be a prophet unto the nations. Then said I, Oh, Lord... Behold me. I cannot speak for I'm a child. God, I went to that church. They told me it's going to take 20 years. And a couple um, certificates. I can't speak. I went to that church down the street and they told me that I got to grab a broom. But the Lord said unto me, Say not that I'm a child, for thou shalt go to all that I shall send thee. What do you got to learn? God tells you or he, you, you open up and he speaks. Where's the training in that? He speaks to you. I've had God take over me where I just blah, blah, and spoke and I don't even know. That's where God wants to take. And it's Him. If He can speak to a mule and take over a mule, how much more can He take over somebody that He actually made with His own hands and blew, blew His life into Him? We, religion puts God in the box all the time. And, and, and I say in this day, don't worry about that. See, don't be conformed into religion, but be transformed into Christ. Religion will try to conform you all the time. And if you hang around it too much, it'll get on you. Yep. It'll get on you. Right. And religion will always say, it's going to happen. It's coming. The glory's coming. So, glory's in us. What's happened is the church is finally going to come together. But God's moving in so many places. So many, so many places. But, but religion doesn't want to sh- share that because they want... It to be the way they want it to come. They want some. It's. I'm not. I got to go on with this. Whatsoever I have command you, you'll speak it. He didn't say. He'll ask you to say it. Whatever I command you, you're gonna speak it. No big deal. It's done. Sealed. You're ordained. And he said, Lord, put thy hand, and he touched me. There it is, sealed. And the Lord said, And behold, I have put my words in your mouth. See, have this day set over thee nations. See, there's an authority with Jeremiah wasn't a gifting in the nine gifts that we all could do. It was, a, it was an office that God said, you're going to be the prophet to the nations. You're going to be my voice. See, everybody wants to be a voice everywhere, and they don't. The thing is, then what happens is there's so many voices that the devil sent out that people start coming against the real voice of God. Satan's getting them all, and they're getting taken out by Satan. They don't even pray about nothing. See, it's like because there's so much crap out and around, People are getting into this place where everyone has the right just to speak and, and come against God's words. Because if a prophet's speaking from God and you come in it, you're going to be in trouble. But so many people are so... There's like 10 to 1. There's 9 false to 1 real practically going on. 
So it's all the work of the enemy. So how do we? We submit to God and we ask Him. We ask God, show me the truth. We die. God will never let anyone humble be deceived. He says, I see I have this day set thee before the nations and moreover... He said, and, and to tear and, and, and over kingdoms, and to root out, and to pull down, and to destroy, and to throw down, and to build, and to plant. Moreover, the word of the Lord came, saying, Jeremiah, what seest thou? And he said, I see a rod of an almond tree. Then he said unto me, Lord, the Lord said unto me, Thou hast well seen, for I will hasten my word to perform it. God's going to do it. Practice it. We just got to submit to Him and just let Him use us. Not use us, work with us. <laughs> okay, should have never preached that message. But it was good. It was good. It's the same thing now. God's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He just has now a governmental God. Why? Because Jesus ascended on high. He took out Satan. He took authority back. And now he puts our government back on the earth through his, his five-fold ministry in apostle, prophets, evangelists, and teachers and the body of Christ. We're all part of the government. But it's like this. Uh, what about the, the military, right? Same thing. Well, everybody wants to be... Right? if you got everyone in general. Everyone will just stand there. I'm not doing it. You do it. You do it. You go. That's what people are doing now. I'm not, you go, nation. I'm not called the nation. You go. You go. And then, or everyone just thinks they're a private. And I'm not doing nothing. I have nothing. I'm just a private. It's like... Not everybody's a captain. Not everybody's. And then he even said to to um to um Timothy about that. He said, "Be strong, therefore, you have been called to be a soldier in Christ Jesus." Well, we have. That's why the song is. We have the army of God. It's not about saying we're an army. It's 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 to see the order of it because you you have an army, right? Not everyone's in the same place, but it's the same. The government runs the army. Who's? It's the government of God running the army of the Lord on the earth. Right? And he's got some generals, some private, some captains, some sergeants. And he also and he has many chief and privates. So it's not about the authority of man, it's about God's governmental authority, because he has the authority. So now the earth has been taken back, and so we have, right? And then we have some that are called to be this, God sets them in. Well, in the military, you rank your way up. In God's kingdom, the only thing that's different is you already are. You might think you're a private or think you're a captain, but if God's ordaining you to be a be a major, you're a major when you got born because that's and you never your rank never changes in the government of God. That's what they don't get. That's the only difference between the the military of the world is like you graduate because people die and everything. God's spirit never dies and, and and on the earth. So at the end times is when He starts putting it back together. That's why we had so much because. Closer we get to the end, you'll see God's government more and more and more. So in Corinthians, it talks about now, why? Now, what does Satan do? Satan will do this. He dresses himself up as a, as a, as a minister and an angel of light. And that's where everybody gets these, these out of God's government and protection because they see all the false. They focus on all the false. And they see all that's all over. So I can't, I got to be a long ranger. I can't. But God still has a government. God still has a people. God still has protection. And He still has His glory in the church. Whether people think it or not, it might not be down the street or on the, down there or over here, but it's in the church and it's in us. 2 Corinthians 11, 12-15 But they that will do, I may, may cut off for an occasion which desire an occasion that... And I'm almost done. I'll make it fast. Guys are... They may be found even as we, for such are false apostles, 
deceitful workers, transforming themselves into the apostles of Christ. See, they transform themselves into those. Real apostles know, and prophets, and they know when they're born. And you know what? They don't want. To, they, they don't need. They don't tell it many people. But God confirms it through the word. He tells them. He gives an angel visit. They have an encounter with God, and they know it. And they just try to do whatever God tells them to do. And it just eventually ends up real, eventually graduating into what they're supposed to be. If they just follow God and do it, because it, it, it's God's deal. It's His kingdom. It's His government. It's not, I, I don't try to be it. I don't go. Be good to God or run it. It's, and then he, and in the meantime, all of us need to seek His face. All of us need and, 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 and be obedient to all that. That's for all of us. And then we, everyone does the same thing in that. We, we go after God. But then God grows up. That thing that's in you manifests. And then everybody gets to the full stature of Christ. Then it's, none of that's needed anymore. But there's always new people coming to the kingdom, but they're going to grow up really fast. When, when everyone's preaching the same thing and on the same page, it's going to be glorious. And he says, And marvel not, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel light. Therefore, there is no such great thing of his ministers also be transformed into the ministers of righteousness, whose end shall be according to their works. If I tell you I'm righteous, doesn't mean I'm righteous. If I tell you I'm an apostle, doesn't mean I'm an apostle. There's fruits and there's things that... Prove it. Signs, wonders, and fruit. So, just because people say there's something, you got to go look at the fruit. And you also got to, you know, anyone can say I'm this or say I'm that. And But many people go by and then it's like people get a gift and they get knowledge of something and they make them, they transform themselves into something they never were. And then we have also people calling themselves prophets. That's what Jezebel does. She calls herself what is that? She calls herself. I mean, she put herself in that position. She could have had a gift of prophecy, and now she's made herself. And it's a, it could be male or female because it's a spirit. Jezebel makes herself a prophet, and then what? Seduces people to to listen to her, to eat from her teachings. But apostles don't. Apostles, she, Paul. Paul said it's like the foundation of a, a, a walking mat. It's like totally. He's like you don't even know what you 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 want. Like he's like. It's, I'm the doormat to like it's travel. It's like a servant of all. Like, see, religion, it's, it's a glorious thing. In the kingdom, it's a total dying thing. In the kingdom, it's God expects you to, do, to die faster and more than anyone else. It's not a glamorous thing. It's, 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 it's all about dying. Therefore, not such a great thing that he and his ministers be transient ministers and, 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 and they shall be according to their works. Satan's attempt is dis- disannul God's governmental authority. Witchcraft and confusion and division will do that. And that's what Satan does with these false apostles, false prophets, and false teachers. Anyone that's pointing you to, to works is a false teacher. Anyone that's pointing you to anything but Jesus and the Holy Spirit and surrendering to the power of God working in us is a false teacher. No matter how you look at it, whether they're really evil or bad or they're just to deceive themselves. And then there's brothers in Ur and then there's false prophets. There's two different ones. Satan's your first step is a brother Ur. You better listen to brothers and get back out of Ur so you can be not be taken out. And then you have people that are totally off the off out of it. Building their kingdom and we are following their own way and their own platform. And if somebody just because somebody hears from God doesn't make them a prophet. All of us are supposed to hear from God. (laughs) So people hear from God and learn God's voice and all of a sudden they Tell people things, and all of a sudden, 
And they're like, yes, I'm a prophet. And then because they love the attention that they got. God is restoring the end time apostles and the apostolic anointing on the earth with authority. And then talks about the last thing. So we need to be content. What God's created us to be, what we are to do for the toe or the hand. All of us, there's so many things we all have to do together. And if we find our place and find our, it's going to be a beautiful thing. And nobody, every, God will, God, everyone will get their rightful attention from God. And God. The problem is when people, when what, 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 nothing's good enough. And when we get, start to get the spirit of nothing's good enough, it's never going to. No matter what you ask God to do, there'll be something more. Next week it'll be this. That's a spirit. That's a tormenting spirit. And it's got to go. What should be good enough is that we've been bought with a price, that we're going to heaven. And if we keep that focus, that it's good enough, that my name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life, God, I'm just so worthy of that. When I first got saved, I was just so, we got to go back and restore the joy of our salvation in being satisfied of just knowing Him and being saved. And, and submit one to another. And then God open our eyes and all this competition, all this stuff is going to just stop. It's about spiritual, and, and, and throw about that, so he says this, my last passage, and we'll, I'm going to pray. Let us, many servants that are under the yoke, count their own masters worthy of all honor, that the name of God and His doctrine not be blasphemed. And they that have believing masters, them not despise them, because they are brethren. Even the apostles like, Jesus, who's going to be the greatest? And he's like, you don't get it. And he's like, you see what I'm doing? He's washing their feet. He says, you want to be the greatest in the kingdom? Be the servant of all. But nobody wants to do that. They want to be served. And that's why they want to be great because they think that the people with the, the ascension giftings are all being served. No, they're just, basically, if they're authentic and real, they're just fulfilling their purpose. And they are, have an attitude of serving because they wouldn't be laying their life down for God. And, ju- and, and they do serve. And, and God's transformed all of us to be servants more. I mean, not everybody's perfect in that. But Paul's whole thing do you get it though? Jesus is like, I did not come to be served. I did not come to be put up on a platform. And then you have false religious stuff that they'll put themselves down, but really they're actually putting Christ down in them. Oh, I'm nothing. I'm going to ride this. I'm not going to have a nice car because I want everyone to know that I'm a humble man and I'm giving up all these things of the world because I just, you know, and, and it's all about them. They still, they still want to get that attention. Hey man, you got all that money. Why are you driving that car? I just want to, just I just want to live a, a simple life. Give me a break. You, you, just, you, you know that's what they do, and, and it's all for their own attention. God doesn't want you to live like a fool. If He's blessed you, He wants you to bless others and not look and 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 and, and receive the blessings. That's the spirit of poverty too. And then you have people with spirit where they do get a blessing and they don't know what to do with it, and they squander it away because they don't have the right governmental. Uh, attribute thing in, in, their, in their life and God wants to increase it. So basically, and, and we see that too, that it's like, I probably said this, I saw this commercial on the airplane or something, uh, you know, because they're in this little Fiat and actually, I told you guys before, and the Pope came in, it was so, looked so weird. <laughs> he came driving in the back of the field with all these other cars, big black limousines and all these other ones and bulletproof this big Sharon around him, but he's in that little little car because he wants to look like the normal person. 
It doesn't even, it just looks stupid. It's like, just play your role, man. You're, you're a false pro- prophet, and, you, you know, just do it. You know, what's the, don't try to be, that's what, what religion does that. It's like, but then next week, he's back up on his throne. It's like, either you stay humble, and you are humble, or you're just, a, it's false humility. That, I mean, right there is a basically, if you want to, people say, and that's basically 100% pride. False humility is, the, is pride. So he just revealed. God said the shame of our nakedness will be real. Anyone that has the light knows what's, what's what. So he says, if any man teach any otherwise, be faithful, teach, exhort, be partakers, and, and, and consent not to wholesome words, but even the words of our Lord Jesus Christ, and to the doctrine which is according to godliness. He is proud, knowing nothing, but doting about questions and strifes of words, whereof cometh envy and strife, railings and evil sermishings, perverse disputings above men of corrupt minds and destitute of the truth, supposing that gain is godliness. From such withdraw thyself. See, that's, that'll expose so many false prophets. Their, their gain, they try to use their gain and their, their, their stature and their position and their platform to say that they're of God and their gain of many followers. But it's not. It's the opposite. But they people think that because they think that Satan doesn't have real power to bless people and do those things and deceive. They think religion always thinks if you're blessed, God's blessing. If you're not, the devil's getting you. It's they don't have any concept of 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 of, of basically the glory in us and that all things are ours and there's nothing about being blessed, not being blessed. We're in Christ, we're blessed. Right. You're either in Christ or you're not. You're either blessed or you're not, whether you're disobedient or obedient. It it you can be obedient, disobedient and be in Christ, and you can be disobedient, obedient, and even be out of Christ, considered to the to the to the to the stature of the world in the laws of man. Doesn't make you a minister of God. And it says, disputing and this destitute of the truth, supposing that gain is godliness, withdraw yourself for godliness and content. Godliness with content is great gain. We got to get contentment, contentment in what we're called to do, because then we'll be happy. Contentment in what we're supposed to do, then we'll be happy. Contentment of what we're called to do, contentment of what we are doing, and and be happy with it. And God, God will promote us. He will. For we were brought nothing into this world, and for certain we carry nothing out. Having food and raiment, let us therefore be content. He didn't say false humility. He said content. But they that be rich fall in temptation and snare them into foolish and many hurtful lusts, which drown men in destruction and perdition. For the love of money is the root of all evil. For why are they some coveted after? And that's basically one of the biggest things that get ministers into deception is the love of money. Mm-hmm. And erred from the faith and pierced themselves through many sorrows. Thou, O man of God, flee these things and follow righteousness, godliness, faith, love, and patience, and meekness. In Jesus' name. Father, we thank you that you're making us one, God. Father, we thank you, Lord, that you cannot, you, you don't have the eyes, your ways are not our ways, you don't see things how we see things, and I, I, I just see that so many people, if they would just submit to God's governmental authority, they'd be so blessed, and that so many people are, have the spirit of maverick and, 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 and long ranger because they, they've, been, they've been introduced to religion, and they've never been introduced to the, to the full truth of the, of the Holy Spirit. And I pray, God, that everybody comes in alignment 
in position, in their giftings, in their callings, and in their place for the love of God. Not only just just doing their own side ministry, but one in the body of Christ because God has ordained it and that's where the blessing is. That's where the truth is. That's where the power is. That's where the miracles are. That's where the signs and wonders are. They're not in, in building our own kingdoms and our own selves up. They're in Christ. And Christ said to be servant of all. So Father, I pray that we become servants of all. Wash each other's feet. At the same time, know who labor among us and know what is among us and who is among us. Good, bad, and ugly, Father God. Let us see and know the difference in you. Because you, Holy Holy Spirit, will guide us into all truth. This is your promise and you're in us from glory to glory. And as you continue to work out and we work out our own salvation with fear and trembling, you never change. You're the same God as yesterday, same forever. And, and, and the lack of knowledge, not the lack of knowing the law, not the lack of knowing all the feasts, the lack of knowledge, the lack of knowledge of knowing the Holy Spirit in the New Testament protection and government of God, many will perish because of that lack of knowledge. So Father, I pray and we seal this word by the blood in the name of Jesus today. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.